0: Two locks and a Cox from, from Dylan's Radio X. Welcome to Two Locks and No Cox, episode number twelve. It's Ian Dunstan and Christopher Bentley, the former world second row enforcer, uh, global dominator of the game at number four. He's now chuckling in the background. Today we've got on the field. Chiefs lost to Harlequin, and what a roller coaster of a season this is going to be. The quarterfinals. New Zealand, uh, South Africa in the final. And then off the field, we've got an update on the WXV. And then in the bin, we've got the playoff for third and why we talk about who's going to be the fourth loser. Two locks and a cox. From Radio in, X.
1: as introductions go, that was quite good.
0: Quite like that.
1: Possibly, I, do... uh, I, I, I once did an event at Sandy Park and Martin Bayfield said, don't stop, keep going. Because you were t- saying stuff, just keep going. You you paused in between each one. I just piled through. But beyond that, and that's see how I dropped Bayfield and pretended that I'm on a par with Bayfield. That's like comparing myself.
0: Well, that's what enforcers do, isn't it? Big as a door, number four. <laughs> so, so the action, the the pauses are called timing, yeah. and, and giving people's brains to catch up no, rather than no, just pass
1: through, mate. Pass <laughs> through.
0: Chris and his interruptions and <laughs> verbal diarrhea. And Correct. Then, and then doubling down. I've always doubled down. I've I've upset someone. Mate, I only open my mouth to I've, change foot.
1: I've actually done the stats. I've got more sc- more stitches in my face than matches of first team matches of rugby for any club. <laughs> One hundred and twenty six stitches in my face, all from fights I lost. Well, some of the fights I've won people punch me and then i'd be like why would you do that and then like, <laughs> they hit me with everything they had and and because i got like a massive caveman head they were just like oh my god if, I, if, I, if he can take my best punch and i i actually can't I, I i once threw a punch uh we played i was playing against canterbury with um, tasman how about that one and i went to punch mossy to and the, the wind must have frightened him because it went past his face didn't quite hit him and um the commentary team were like god we've got to watch that one again And on the replay, they see me swing and miss. Um, And the ref didn't get it. They didn't get cited or anything. True, one of the best punches I threw, and, and it didn't land. And it missed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that
1: sounds about right. I know. The I only was man, so bad at fighting.
0: I know two people who've got more cuts on their face: Nick Southern, City Southern, a yeah. uh, uh, former Chiefs legend, Yeah. and of course uh, the uh, the serial sewing bag, uh, Serge Betson.
1: Oh God, yeah, yeah, Betson had a fair few, wasn't he?
0: Absolute mess.
1: Yeah, I've got. Well, I've got. It, no, it's no, it's. But uh, Danny Port had one with Kingsley Jones um, oh. when Chiefs uh, played Worcester. it's it's, it's just disgusting more than anything the Chiefs played Worcester and Worcester were the money team and Kingsley Jones was chopsing off thinking he was the big man and um, Danny hit him and so he went off to get some stitches and then when he came back on he was going you can't hurt me Uh," Danny got his hand in his stitches and ripped them out and went yeah yeah, I can (laughs) and he had to leave the pitch with his tail between his legs Danny Port was horrible he used to say I'm like a weed I thrive on neglect
0: is he in the Cayman he's, Islands he's or somewhere? He's somewhere
1: ridiculous teaching he? now. Oh, he, he was. I him? went into a ruck once, head first, and Danny Port came next to me, feet first. No. He <laughs> was like judo kicking into a ruck.
0: And it was crab, wasn't it, at the front row at <laughs> George, the
1: George Davis, C-Rab. Yeah. yeah, he'd always go sideways. George Davis. Never, never backwards, always sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's how he got the day. Yeah. He couldn't, couldn't go forwards or backwards, he couldn't go sideways, That C makes Rab.
0: complete sense. Yeah. Days, uh, see, so days. in case
1: anyone doesn't realise, we, we've swapped seats today. Ian is Ian is the Inquisitor in charge, and I'm the guest, and I'm just talking how I like.
0: It's because um, uh, we're just going kind to of have a moment's silence for Sarah Cox, uh, the dame, who's in New Zealand, fast asleep uh, at the moment.
1: She's doing she's doing Instagram. She's somewhere in the South Island that's very picturesque, because she's just constantly putting out, like, look at this view, look at this view, this is nice. And I, I was like, Coxie, are you still alive? And then she eventually texted me and went, yeah, I am, but I'm struggling with the jet lag.
0: Oh, bless her! Let's get it started then, Chris. Let's talk about uh, Chiefs' loss on the road to Harlequins, and what I'm, a roller coaster uh, of a season it's going to be.
1: I'm I'm really excited for the Chiefs. I'm really excited. I think Baxter has got it absolutely right. Um, the Chiefs have gone through. A couple of eras. They okay, went through... I'm going to
0: interrupt you here because that's what this seat does to you. So oh. This is what you do to me. Can you please call him Rob? You're not Jack now. He's not Baxter to you. He's Rob. He, no, Rob I, I'll be honest with you. I, pl- I played... Rob Baxter.
1: I played... Well, I played every game with him in his last season. Started in the second row, so we started every game together in his last season. He's Baxter. He's Bobby B. I used to call him Bobby B. I was the only person that called him Bobby B. We, we didn't speak to each other very often, but <laughs> he didn't uh, like. He
0: did no, not. Didn't. Uh, I think Rob, he's grown to like you a bit more now. Rob is the
1: antithesis of me, so he's really humble, quiet, unassuming. Whereas I'm just an absolute dingbat. I'm quite proud of it. Un- unrepentant as, as the stitches testify people have punched me i didn't learn my lesson no. <laughs> so, so let's get back to so, it it's um, exciting so the Chiefs have been through a few eras the f- first uh, of, of the modern incantation so people talk about the the originals they weren't the originals the Chiefs go back for 100 years 150 years but there was a there was a group of guys that went from the championship into the premiership and it was a real chip on the shoulder humble we're going to work hard and then slowly they morphed into the Spice Boys, so Sladey, Knowlesy, Dickie. And then they brought the real thunder on top where you brought in Stuart Hag and, and, and the Chiefs were good enough to win the Prem, but then he brought that real stardust on top and that allowed them to win Europe. Now, whether those guys were important in the actual fixtures or whether they were... It was just having them around. Because like, when I was first in the club, when we brought Jim Skaysbrook in and he played in the premiership, it was like, Skaysbrook gave you the confidence to go and do stuff. Because he was like, guys, you can do this. And you believed it. And then you bring in Stuart Hogg, who's a global icon. And it's like, you can do this. And they did. They went and won Europe. Now, I think the club struggled the last couple of years, coming out of COVID, with the fact that the superstars were a bit too much of what the Chiefs were about. And I think that what Rob's done is he's paired it back. He's gone back to what the Chiefs... I, I believe is their real strength is, is, is humble, hard work. and You've got some, some, mad, some mad characters in the mix, but ultimately they're, they're going to graft one another. And I think that you're going to see some, you know, it's, it's, it's the rugby parlance. They're going to learn some of the lessons in um, in the games like Harlequins. So, so I remember when we were first starting out and Rob was like, look, if we're away from home, imagine the score is 7-0 to us. And if we can stay within seven um and take the losing bonus point away from home that's good when they get, when we get them back to our place we'll beat them and and that was the mantra and and at quinn's the chiefs had seven uh, had a bonus point in the bag and we're trying to chase the game Whereas they could whereas they're a bit more pragmatic they're going Do you know what guys let's just kill this game out kick it off we'll take the point and, and, and this younger group are going to learn those lessons through this season that's what R- Rob's referring to I think it's quite exciting because I think he's got a cracking group of guys uh, you know Tom Wyatt is a special it's, it's a real shame about Josh Hodge Josh Hodge was on the cusp of probably making an England squad but I think Wyatt is is your Phil Dolman kind of character he's just every week he's a nine out of tenner um, and, and I'm enjoying seeing Lewis Pearson calling a magnificent line out drill. Chiefs are winning their line outs. Aaron Painter appears to have discovered himself at Chiefs. Uh, he is a huge human being. I was going to
0: say, that, I mean, I, the, the try was great for him, but that was just the icing on his cake. I oh, mean,
1: but he's, he's a, suddenly Chiefs are getting like South Africa, you know, let's have a scrum. Yeah. We're going to scrum you because yeah. we've got this six foot four, twenty two 22 stone. Human caricature that's just going to go forward.
0: And it's and... got his CEO on the other side who's just got that absolutely pinned, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and then Yosefer Scott can come on as people are getting tired, who is another
0: immense human. Um, he's taken I, a while to find his feet I mean last season he really did well before that he just but uh, but I think they've put this emphasis back onto the, the, the basics
1: of what the you know right I always refer back to what I know back in the day it was uh, Tommy Hayes called a magnificent line out drill Gareth Steenson kicked the leather off everything and Chiefs would build pressure like that and, and, and we're getting back to right our pack is going to be something that's frightening it's a West Country bunch of mutants and you've got to deal with it And I quite like that. And and the loss at Quinn's was, it was difficult. And I think we're going to have a hard weekend this weekend with Sale. Because Sale are the the gun team. And I think some of our forwards might get their heads kicked in a bit by a bunch of massive South Africans. Which, Ian, you should put on your social media that clip about South Africans because it's hysterical. (laughs) Um, But after that, I I think if if the lads can keep their chins up after this weekend, because I think it's going to be a tough weekend this weekend, I think Chiefs will be in a really good spot and they'll bloody a fair few noses. That's my call.
0: Yeah, I think you're spot on. It was the the feedback that came from the game they lost in the the last one of the cup. Was it Bath that it was just a few mistakes, and it was exactly the same at Quinn's, that mm. when you're playing a really good side, you make a mistake, they're going to capitalise. Oh, on yes,
1: Finn Russell announced himself, didn't he? Oh yes. Bath, Bath and Saracens just I'm just going to slip slip through here out the cat flap. Yeah, cheese. Yeah. cheers, kids.
0: That was a million pound pass right there.
1: Yeah, that that's like um, that's like going and playing under 14s rugby as an adult. <laughs> I think that's, didn't, <laughs> didn't Finn Russell sees it like he sees rugby like. Um, Neo in The Matrix. Yes. Like he just sees the pattern, he just knows what to do.
0: Oh yeah, exactly that, yeah. But again, we said this before me, i played with people uh, Caddy, if you played it, yeah, Caddy, with the Caddy was, yeah. he makes the hardest things look really, really easy and then the basics look impossible. Oh, Caddy, Caddy and- Royal, <laughs> Royal Navy
1: Flyer, fullback. Honestly, it's, it's some of the best skills in the galaxy, Yes, and then he'll just have a complete brain explosion. Yes. Like, Caddy, why have you done that? I remember <laughs> yeah. locking up and he was like, He was playing the first team, he was like, this kid is amazing. And then the following week, he's in the twos, and you're wondering why. And then after a while, you go, I know why now. Yeah. Because when he's on point, he is genuinely, he's top end of the champ, pushing Prem, like he's that good. Yeah. And he's a Royal Marine, so he's built like He-Man. But then he just
0: goes... We had an amazing... When he joined the Royal Marines and when he first went off to Afghanistan, we had uh, cad stock in the changing room and we did the crate escape. So we put we filled the changing room floor with sand uh, to make it like Afghanistan. Oh, wow. Filled the entire door with cans of beer yeah. and then the crate escape. Yeah, we we, gotta, we you gotta, couldn't you, leave. You can't leave until
1: you've all the beer. Until you've drunk all the beer. Mate, and socials, socials at Exmouth were off... Richie Guy, when we did the Day in the Life of a Rugby Player. Yes. That was one of the best socials I've ever been involved in, ever in the history of time.
0: Yeah, when you got a protein shake and a protein shake. <laughs> yeah, and...
1: Just to paint the picture, the, the Richie guy is one hell of a bloke. And They got myself, Ian, and it was Martin Westerway, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So I was first team, Martin was second, and you were third. Other way round. Oh, but, but I was first, you were second, and Martin <laughs> yeah. was third. And they strapped, me, strapped, strapped us to a chair, so you couldn't move and they put your head through this sheet and and the sheet had um, the the kit of a rugby player so you could see so your head was there it was like a, a puppet so, so the first team rugby player wakes up and they push your head through and he has a protein shake for breakfast so they gave me a protein shake and, and then he brushes his teeth and so they brush your teeth and they, they sort of mess around with you um, and then at the end, it's, and because he's a cockle, he has cockles and there's hands through the, the sheet. So they're feeding all this stuff to you. Your it's hands are your, cable tied behind your back. Your hands are cable tied behind your back. <laughs> and then when it get, gets to Dunstan, it, it's like the second team player wakes up and has a pint of beer for breakfast. <laughs> and then after he's had a pint of beer, he has another pint of beer. And it just, it and was, a protein shake yeah.
0: and a this and that. And then the, yeah. Oh, and it was just phenomenal. The third team, the Nomad, yeah. he wakes up, he's still drunk from the night before. Yeah. He has some Thatchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they're doing this
1: and everyone's like oh. and it was just it was a brilliant it was a brilliant social
0: anyway we digress yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but like, Coxie's not keeping us in check no, she we're isn't. just taking over today No, I know. And, you just, know
0: look at him man 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 my first time in the hot seat so I've got to learn to get you back in check again <laughs> so look Chiefs did this we've said it's going to be a hard one with uh, with Saracens this week but it's going to with Sale sorry at, yeah. at home which is going to be a, well you've
1: got to be Johnny Hill game. and Tomo coming back Sale have already won their first two they're looking sharp and who? Johnny who? Johnny? Uh, <laughs> I, well, I like Johnny who and um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a Chiefs are going to have to if we can front up up front and Sandy Park gets a decent crowd in then you never know and, and with the World Cup final on as well it could be a good weekend at Sandy Park but I, personally if I'm being serious I think Sale are gunning hard this year I think they're, they're hurting from last year Chiefs are in an embryonic stage and they're learning quite a bit and I, I don't like hearing people saying we're learning our lessons you premiership rugby players you should know
0: yeah, that's very true. The funniest thing Johnny Hill did was on the social media, someone was giving him some grief, and he just went, yeah, shut up, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> Not with, like, your, your Twitter or your ex-name, um, yeah. which is Dave3622, that you hide, you know, your side oh, comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it as Johnny Hill. Uh, <laughs> I I would... No, the,
1: the, the best of the bunch is my dad. He's got Titus Oates and Oates Titus. <laughs> and he'll come on and go. Chris
0: Bentley's one of the best pundits ever. I'm like, Dad, please, they'll, stop. They'll never get it. Uh, there was another classic on social media this week. It was an anonymous post and it said uh, on the Exeter Chiefs fan group had a lovely chat with Ben Moon. What a great guy he is. Anonymous post. I reckon that was Ben Moon posting anonymously about himself.
1: No. I'm not having that. No, I, I, <laughs> what I will tell you is Ben Moon's the incredible shrinking man. Oh yes, Oh yeah. my God. Like I've lost a bit of weight. Moon is like half the man he used to be. Jamara yeah. <laughs> quite wrote a song about him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, so that's cheats. So let's move on. That's my call. So next, uh, next call, what we're we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the quarterfinals. So I've said we can't talk about Argentina because they didn't bother really putting in a great effort. Uh, no, there were,
1: there were, the, 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 they were they were in the game, and there were a few suspect calls, but then they did show the the, the flare of, of a South American military force. Oh, if it's not happening, we'll give up.
0: <laughs> oh blimey! Which we talked about last week. But yeah. you were from the Falklands last week, weren't you? I was. Yeah,
1: yeah. I gave up.
0: So that did that. But didn't no, go. I thought I thought that there was a few suspect. Co- You're playing at the very top
1: level of the game, and, and and one of the things for me is rugby's played over 80 minutes. If it's played over 78 minutes, England win their game. It's played over 70. 70- uh, 72 minutes England win the game it was played over 82 minutes England might have won the game as well but because the game stopped at 80 minutes South Africa won and it, it's on these very fine margins the, the Argentinian game there was two or three big decisions made at crucial points Bowden Barras probably should have had a yellow card for, for his play and, and, and a penalty and, and South Af- and, and Argentina could have scored and that would have tied the game closer but it didn't happen and then New Zealand skittle up the pitch score a try, game over and, and then the Argentinians heads dropped and they did give up there's no, there's no doubt about that. But, so
0: Brad, the rugby god, is now smiling because Chris got Argentinian right and Argentina. Yes, yeah,
1: so a mystic Chris got it wrong. All right. So uh, look, I was, it was, I was going totally with my heart, and I'll be honest with you, I did call the England game. I said we are going to talk about really...
0: that in a minute. Hang on. Okay. But this could have gone any way because of those sides. All the other sides except England had already lost a game at this World Cup. England were the only team that had gone into that game of the World Cup undefeated. Yeah, uh, and, and Argentina beat New Zealand not all that long ago, mm-hmm. so they had it in. They've got it in their tin. Oh but yeah, they just. But but as I say, there was a few co- crucial
1: calls didn't go their way, and then they just they, once they, once they went two scores behind, they gave up. They did give up at that point. Um, but I would have said there was a few suspect calls and on the fine margins. That was that was the game.
0: But we're going to come back to Argentina with the, in the bin. Uh, so let's talk about the England uh, South Africa game. England called the tactic perfect.
1: Uh, you know, George Martin, uh, we're going to kick the ball and George is going to smash everyone.
0: He was absolutely incredible. He's 20, 20 is it? Your 20, 22. 22. 22. I I, mean, I do. You sort of
1: refer back to yourself. And you? Go, what was I like at twenty two? I was clueless. And this kid's putting in like a test match quality performance.
0: And he because uh, he hadn't really been selected all that much because mm. you know Chesum had been in there a little yeah. bit more. But those hits that he, I mean, he was the perfect uh, solution of uh, of the lock that you want against South Africa.
1: I think yeah, and and obviously the tactical kicking, putting put the wingers under pressure, uh, and playing a bit of South Africans' tactic against them. You know, we're gonna we're gonna box kick. We're gonna kick the court. We're gonna kick to compete. Uh, and getting getting their grill because their wingers are not that tall, and we 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 had like top kick chasers in the mix, and it caused
0: them a problem. And... Freddie Stewart was again; he didn't miss a beat. Taking him out for that one game, I, yeah. I, I, I've, I I'm starting to. You know, I wasn't all that sure with Borthwick. I know he he put Leicester through, and and they won the title with him. And he, he's not he's not lost a game at the World Cup until that one. But but dropping um, uh, Stewart and then bringing him back in a little bit hungrier and. The South Africans having a little bit less maybe data on him from the game before. Do you think uh, that helped?
1: I th- no, I think it was just that this is England. This is what we're going to do. We're going uh, to the, the thing for me is you look at it it was the blueprint of Leicester and similar to Saracens a few years ago. It, it, it's like I always use boxing parlance. It's like Lennox Lewis when he was when he was a top boxer. Lennox Lewis uh, had a magnificent jab, didn't really risk much, and would take fights into the later rounds and then try and beat you right at the death. And England were a bit like that. It was like, we're a bit risk averse. We're going to play a very simple game plan. We're going to be rigid with it. We're going to stick with it. And you've got to try and find a way out of it. And and the South Africans realised... And, and also the, the conditions came in because it was raining. It wasn't a yes. good day. So it wasn't a day for top of the ground running rugby, which made it a lot harder to deal with the bouncing ball and, and, and the spir- spiral bomb and all this sort of stuff. So England did exactly what they needed to do. They stuck within it. Fair play to South Africa. They made the changes. They made them pretty quick. But the, the thing was, you saw, and, and we've all played games where it doesn't quite happen. You've played in a game where you're trying and everyone's trying and it just
0: ain't happening. Well, bringing off, and, you know, Ezabeth and Khaleesi just yeah. that far into, you know, really just right at the beginning of the yeah. second half, essentially, that's a big old statement. Oh, mate, taking your 10 off as well, in yes. the, uh, 32 minutes in. That, yeah, that. Did you see him in the stands? Hmm. I mean, I thought he was going to explode.
1: Yeah, but 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 fair play. That but the, the the other thing for me that I thought I'll flip it on its head was: did the South Africans, because they've made it about the cult of Rasi, did he just decide to make all these moves really early? And if he would just left the team to find the groove, they may well have found the groove and 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 piled through.
0: Possibly, and that's and, uh, when they all came so it, on. It, but
1: it introduced this collective panic. You could sense yeah. the South Africans were nervous.
0: Well, you take your 10 off, and the, everyone else on your side is going to be slightly you're like, whoa, what's, what's happened then? What's gone yeah. on? And you're right. And as they were going, I was saying, I was saying, look, the, these changes... Could really work well in England side because they they've disrupted the. It was
1: it was such a weird viewing experience for me. I had I had um, Bruce and Janine, my South African friends, around. Well, they're from Zim, but they lived in they lived in South Africa for a while, and we were just Zim sat-
0: is Zimbabwe for anyone who doesn't. And we were just Chris's. we
1: were just sort of um, we were just we were like watching it, watching it, and I was like, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it's a bit dull, really, isn't it? You know. It's, it's lovely that England doing well but it is a bit I'd rather have a flashing blade I'm struggling to support this because I was trying to be like conciliatory yeah and then in the last minute when South Africa S- 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 hit the kick and Bruce like yeah yeah this is amazing I was like Bruce calm down mate like, you know I've been really conciliatory I've tried to make this a nice
0: viewing experience for all of us I'm really pleased that your Arnold Schwarzenegger impression yeah, is exactly is exactly the same as your South African impression of Bruce <laughs>
1: all my impressions are the same oh. they, they all do homogenize into one
0: that's fantastic Um the weather really came into, it. I mean, we never looked like scoring a try apart from when Jamie George had an absolute shocker, and have you ever seen him do that before, when no. he went to throw a line out? No. And the ball just went, vunk! Yeah. But, but,
1: but th- this is the thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this, there, there is an element in rugby where you want to entertain, uh, and I'm, I'm of the entertainment brigade that it's difficult to support the England team if we're going to play this very limited, structured game. Like I, 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 look at how the All Blacks play. Look at how South Africa, France played. Look at how the Irish played when they go right. We're having to go. We we want to win. Hagler Hearns, I'm I'm going to punch you in the face and knock you out. Whereas England, like right, I'm going to stay behind my jab. I'm going to be very very reserved. And if we get to the last ten minutes, I might win the game because I've kicked the penalty and you haven't.
0: And it's just quite a difficult. It's knockout rugby though, and that, and that's what it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's knockout rugby. You have to be there. The, the only well,
1: it was the only the only way England in their current guys were going to get close to South Africa was doing what they did. I'm, I'm, congratulations to them but at the same time I'm really pleased that we've got two titans in the final that I think will have a go for it and fingers crossed we get a nice clear day and they can probably play some rugby.
0: So that leads us uh, straight into the final.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: New Zealand South Africa or South Africa New Zealand whichever way around. I,
1: I think Rassi Erasmus is under mega pressure emotionally they had to go to the well on Saturday. They really did have to go to the well they had to dig super deep. You saw um the, the horrible behaviour from Willie LaRue when they won which technically I was against with all the England players when they were celebrating knock-ons and what have you and then Willie LaRue's charging round celebrating in front of everyone like he's won the World Cup the emotional outpouring from the South Africans suggests it's going to be very difficult for them to regain the level of performance because they've, they've had uh, who, who did they play in the the beginning of the tournament that beat them? France won not it? They lost to France at the beginning. They've lost. To, they just edged past Ireland. They've just edged past England. So they've had three proper big games. The where, last
0: two games, they yeah. won by one point. Yeah. So they scraped through against France. Yeah. They scraped through against England. Yeah. And one or two referees' decisions so, go so so the you, other way. So you've
1: had two mega performances emotionally. And I think they're going to play a World Cup final now. That If they do it, absolutely hats off. Congratulations to South Africa because they've beaten all of the top six ranked teams to win the World Cup. But I think the New Zealanders... Will, the thing is, New Zealand have got to get ahead. If New Zealand can get ahead, then they will deal with the South Africans coming back at them towards the end of the game.
0: Who's he going to start at ten?
1: I think he'll go back with Libbok. Well, I, I think he'll, I think he'll stick with Libbok. I think he'll want to play his. I think he'll want to play his game, but he's got Pollard on the, on, in his back pocket if if he needs to change it. But because the the, the the Kiwis will throw the ball around, they'll want to play. They're going to try and run him off the park and and i think the south africans know that and they'd rather have a ball play in 10 rather than the percentage man that's my personal preference uh, we'll we'll see what happens
0: i've always enjoyed the all blacks you know they have they've, they've either of these teams are going for their fourth world cup um, but i said
1: it a few weeks ago it's nice that the all blacks are back being the all blacks you want them to be almost unbeatable because that's the all blacks and and the thing is it's all they've got new zealand it's got some magnificent scenery if you look at sarah cox's instagram but um Rugby's everything to them, and and if they're if they're not the dominant team and they're getting pumped by fifty points as they were pre World Cup, it's just a bit sad.
0: You'd have had some amazing pictures, New Zealand, but when you played out there for the Tasman menkos, mm-hmm. I think you had like a Nokia that you could play Snake on or something. Yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I, had,
1: I had a man bag. I had a, I, I had a, a crappy phone, a camera, a wallet. Um, I, was, I was I I enjoyed my time over. there. I still and, know. and it's Tasman mako. I got told off because it's it's a Maori word, and um, Makos You can't pluralise mak- mako, which is uh, Maori for shark.
0: Oh, is it? Okay, well, I, know I
1: know that. Cause... No, I did a radio phone over there and I was like, oh mate, don't worry about it. And this Maori elder was like telling me
0: off. <laughs> I know that because obviously I spend a lot of time in Mako gear, don't I? Yeah, mako yeah, yeah. Gear mako. Cause, you know, Mako gear. Tasman Mako. He took me to Dubai and uh, you've got to love a bit of Parks. Uh, yeah, generosity. Yeah, yeah that's things very true. like that. true. Yes. And sends me nice t-shirts and hoodies.
1: That's uh, that's Dan Parks, who's um former Navy rugby player who takes his team on rugby tours but does uh, Kit World. There are other kit manufacturers
0: available. Kit well, yeah, there are, yeah. <laughs> but they don't send me hoodies, so... That's <laughs> but that's I'm, your brand ambassador with your youtube channel i know you should plug that i should do i don't have a youtube channel though do you not no i don't have you patience do YouTube. for it no you did i no, i do but my barbecue videos are all on instagram or, oh, not, or my I facebook YouTube, not on youtube no i don't
1: know ian is genuinely you can you can pay like devon Woodsmoke and some of these people to teach you how to barbecue or you can have ian as a friend
0: <laughs> oh that's really nice <laughs> you, so, see, quarterf- you,
1: you see me and it's like it's like it's like man and boy you're like son Open this vent here, do this there, do that. Look at this. Now your meat will brown properly. It's like, wow.
0: No, I you. came to your house. I know you're a wizard. And you had the barbecue laid out exactly as I taught you. Listen. You had no, everything done cold perfectly. On one side,
1: yeah. Not all the way through the bottom. And then you've got the hot bit and the cold
0: bit. Vent open You didn't burn the food No Never shut the top vent too no. much Otherwise you get acrid Don't smoke Don't shut that top vent No <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone So New Zealand, South Africa You're going New Zealand aren't you
1: I think New Zealand will be in the lead I think South Africa will come back at them I think New Zealand will be suitably far enough ahead to win
0: Uh, I' going exactly the same I think New Zealand as well Um, if
1: South Africa win it honestly hats off congratulations that is a magnificent effort because they've done it the hard way and then I've got a mate on Twitter Kath Kavanagh and she's she's Irish she's a bit upset like oh it's just the World Cup's a bit because it's just and, and to an extent it is it's the best team in that one moment but South Africa if they do win it having had the run they've had that is
0: phenomenal yeah, and it, you know they've not had the easy run they say about the groups. Everything else, it's been there all the way through. Mm. But the only real game that matters is the game that's on on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is, it's all been a bit diminished now because they've introduced this new tournament of nations, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, which is just. It's, uh, well, they've it's got to do it. It's, it's the business of rugby, but yeah. Of
0: course it is. And I, I'm, because uh, Sarah's not here, Dame Sarah Cox, I'm going to ask Brad, the, uh, the rugby god, because since <laughs> he's been recording this pod, he didn't know a huge amount about rugby before, but he's got a real passion for it now. And I believe he watched the whole of the England-South uh, Africa first half and doesn't remember anything from the second half. I don't remember the second half. Is that alcohol-induced? Uh, no comment. Right, okay. Good lad. <laughs> Only he he, t- he, t- he, <laughs> he said he's really getting into the rugby thing. He sent me a picture. I was like, Are "You in someone's shed?" He's like, "No, I'm in the Cranberry Farm." Right? Oh, Cranberry Farm. You know, on Monday it's like um, I think it's half price food on a Monday. Is it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah isn't it? Right. That's legit. Well, and it? on the side of the Cranberry Farm, they do. They got the other stuff. The, the milk dispenser never mind the other stuff have their brownies holy guacamole the brownie machine on the side is
0: unreal I mean you've dropped how many kilos recently and you're still talking about brownies is yeah. that dreaming
1: no I can still I've, I've dropped, so since January I've dropped 10 kilos um, and I haven't stopped anything it's just moderation mate Very he's simple. also
0: not as funny as he was I am fat people like me are funny Chris now he's got thins just mate, can be a little a bit light more ball, a light bulb
1: went in our house and, and, and I said we need to get Alec and someone <laughs> went Alec
0: I went electrician <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm still funny. I'm still funny.
0: I rest my case. (laughs) (laughs) So can we move to off the field? Yeah. Uh, We're going to do an update on WXV, which is why Dame Sarah Cox isn't here.
1: Yeah, she's in New Zealand. Well, the WXV, obviously, it's a tournament in three different kingdoms. The Kingdom of New Zealand, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the Kingdom of South Africa, I believe taking place with the three different tiers of nations. Uh, I've done a hell of a lot of research. Obviously, we're concerned about the top tier. England currently are top seeds. They've they, they beat Australia 42-7. And this weekend, they will be playing against Canada. The Canadians are looking like possibly the form team. There was also an upset where New Zealand lost. The hosts lost to France 17-18. Unbelievable result there. Because um, the Kiwis had Ruby Tui, who's one of my favourite players. I like her. She does she does unedited interviews. She's, she's not had the media training, so she's ace. so She's the sort of person you want in front of a camera because she gives a bit of character. Um, the second tier: Italy, Japan, Scotland, South Africa. Obviously, the US is our team. Gabby Cantona, um Kate. Well, formerly Kate, the artist, formerly known as Kate Zachary, is now Ealing. <laughs> um, well, the,
0: the the team, our team, is actually UK. No, but the, but the US,
1: the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs girls. Oh, okay, the, the US. Chiefs girls, right. Sorry, and, you know, we get with the program. Um, and then um, Delhi coming in at tight heads, and Hope Rogers, who's my favorite loose head in the world uh, for the US team, they beat Samoa 36-26, but then they lost close to Scotland 24-14. Um, the, 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 what have we got? So the US are, are, are playing um, South Africa next. That's an important one for them, but I think that's going to be tough for them. And then the bottom tier, which is a bit ridiculous, I'm, I'm going for the Kazakhs. Kazakhstan, they lost 109-0 to Ireland. I think Ireland might win the bottom tier and move through
0: yeah it's strange isn't it because these three different uh, countries they're being uh, done in the games are being played in with the three different tiers of nations and there's a massive time gap between them because obviously New Zealand's 12 hours Dubai's four hours ahead of us Mm -hmm. uh, and South Africa's two hours ahead of us Mm. so the teams of referees and uh, are staying in those countries and those pools yeah um,
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a a fan of the part Ian Tempest mate the Scouse ref (laughs) He's, uh, he's TMO in New Zealand Tempo is yeah I said to Coxie how good would that be I mean is the dream job. You try. You fly business class to New Zealand, and then you just sit in the in the in the bunker in your full kit and referee the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's probably on. on, on the, he's still supposedly he's still going to do the fitness tests to sit in the bunker. No, yeah, had to do a book. Well, just saying, in case well,
0: you needed. Well, look at Carl Dixon coming on for. Yeah, who went off? Was it Mathieu? Yeah, or no, I don't, it wasn't. It
1: was... I don't think you're going to see Sorry, Ian. Mathieu. <laughs> yeah, we, we should comment about you in France. Can we comment about you in France? We'll talk about my trip to France because we, we went because we went to watch the the ultimate rugby dinner with Richie McCaw in Cardiff, and then Ian got up in the morning and he had this tiny little satchel and he went right, I'm off to France, and went, with that, and and you literally had like, it was about. It was literally about 30 centimetres square of a satchel. And how are you going for it? Oh, about two weeks.
0: What? You're like, actually, you're like Jack Reacher. I, that's I thought I was Jack Reacher. I went to charity shops every three days. In
1: fact, you're like Fat Reacher.
0: Yeah, Fat Reacher. <laughs> so I've now got Fat Haskell and Fat Reacher. Thanks for that, Chris. So you, okay, I'll give it back to you. You are a little bit funny now. <laughs> Not the electrician no, joke, you, though. But you,
1: you, you, had, you had a toothbrush and your toothpaste yep. and bungee, one pair of budgie smugglers. Yep. they got and, washed uh, every night. Yeah. A oh, real... Like genuinely, that was I do that for stag do, but not for like. And you were in top hospitality as well, weren't and you?
0: We were, we were in top hospitality in Marseille, which was really dangerous because yeah. Well, could, can you discuss the the values that were spent by the people that took you on? Uh, no, I can't know. But they, they somebody a firm of um, suppliers to me, really really great people, had a massive quarter and then said, right, we're having a blowout, and they were like, who else should we invite? We have got one spot, and then they decided that, that I that I was that <laughs> yeah, they needed a hand grenade that I was there. So they probably
1: all rocked up with like massive bags, and you yeah. just come in on
0: the party starter. <laughs> they all had luggage that they checked in and they yeah. had to wait for all of this. They're like, Where's your stuff? Have you checked it in? I was like, No, it's here. And they're like, Wow. <laughs> Survival man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the next morning, um, um, they came down and they were, they were in this little villa with this little pool. And they're like, Wow, you look really sprightly. I was like, Yeah, look. And then I gave them each a beer. And then they realized that because I'd had a beer for breakfast.
1: Well, I was, I was enjoying conversing with you because you, your voice was going deeper and deeper <laughs> yeah. and deeper through the week. <laughs> Yeah. And then it was every photo, was like a bottle of red red wine with some, like, you had a escargot one day, didn't you? I did have escargot,
0: yeah. 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 So you,
1: you even then. Escargot.
0: Look, my mum's <laughs> a French teacher. We had I a house knew. in France for and 20 this, something France, years. A house in France. I partly Brad's looking up. at the
1: clock. We, we've got to we gotta be fast. We've got to be sharp. Okay. Sorry. I'm conscious of the fact we're, we're recording early. We need to get this one out because it's World Cup final, and Brad wants to go and. Um, Brush his teeth.
0: So say all the uh, fixtures are on ITVX. That's where you can watch uh, the WXV in the UK. How oh, about wow. that? Okay. Uh, and then let's move to In The Bin. Mm-hmm. So In The Bin here, I've got the playoff for third and fourth bot. And why do you bother who's going to be third and fourth loser?
1: Mm, What's the yeah. point of it? Uh, revenue. I think well, because we were going to talk very quickly about the, the the world the cup of nations that they've introduced whatever you want to call it it's revenue it's 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 another game where you're going to have some top tier teams so you're going to fill a stadium so they'll make a chunk of money on the hospitality and everything um, I I I tend to agree no it's the game no one wants to play having been. Jesus um, it was 23 years ago when I played in the no 25 years ago even when I played in the 21s World Cup once you've sort of done your pool games and you're into the knockouts it's like oh this is the 5th 6th playoff you're like I genuinely don't want to play this game whether I'm 5th or 6th doesn't matter I'm not first
0: you're not you're not lifting the web no. right? and it's the only thing for me is the England selection is really weird do you know I I actually picked the team all but the scrum half and yeah, one but, other spot but,
1: but, but, but I was going to say because he's gone he's gone for the future in some, on some points yes. but then he's gone for well,
0: I did the same because I thought I wanted stability so yeah. I put a, a, okay,
1: uh, um, Young's in it because he, he's right Young's you can have your last game as a scrum yes. half for England but then he's gone Cundahill in second in the back row yes which is probably the future of England's back row
0: yeah uh, but Theo Dan, who's, who's sat on the bench and watched Jamie George, he's probably... Yeah. Theo has just been carrying Jamie George's bag around France for the last half <laughs> many weeks. He's not really got on the pitch, has he? No. So, no, um, uh, so, you know, it's good that he gets game time. He was obviously yeah, But then you've, also, current you
1: got, you've also got Jack Walker, who's carried Theo Dan's bag. Yeah, like, I know. He hasn't even played. Yeah, but
0: that's rugby, isn't it? That I is know. rugby for you.
1: I mean, uh, to an extent, it's for mere mortals like us that's to be the best place that you get all the stash all the training you built like He-Man you don't get your head kicked in every week it's quite nice and you get paid sound
0: <laughs> you quite like getting your head kicked in really I did yeah it's the only reason I've carried on playing is because I yeah. quite like being beaten up there's nothing there's like a, that for there's a
1: really. mate of mine Paul Arnold and I, I've I've played against him since we were kids um, and Arnie always says proper dead good sore yeah. And 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 it is you wake up in the morning, it's proper good sore when you you are a bit beat up, your ears are a bit red and yeah, it's a
0: nice feeling. Sunday morning, you're not sure whether it's a horrid hangover or your body is just a little bit dented.
1: Yeah. And then and well as I got towards the end and I wasn't drinking as much after games and um I still feel I saw. I was like, yeah, I may as well just carry on boozing then.
0: Exactly that. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, yeah, we, we're saying that it's a game really for nothing. It's a game that you can get some of these England guys that have been out there for a long time and say, thanks for being here and supporting our, our training squad and doing all these things. Here's a game of rugby in front of a massive crowd. Yeah, but uh, I, I would have
1: thought well, I think Courtney Laws has got a tight calf. Otherwise, I, I, and to be honest, I would have still started Courtney Laws, let him walk on the pitch and then walk off after 10 seconds for yeah. rapturous applause because he's been an absolute gladiator. And his game last week was phenomenal.
0: Wasn't it ever? I, and we've said this, haven't we? We need to, so to have got as close, we, we needed Itoji to become Itoji again and yeah, for did, Laws yeah. to do it. And they all did it. They, oh, man, everyone they, everyone, everyone every did The game on.
1: plan was brilliant. But, but we're sat here as pundits and it's dead easy to do that and just yeah. go, well, it's just difficult to get behind and this and, and third fourth playoff Borthwick's been very peculiar with his selection uh, I hope I hope that England play with a little bit more panache and I hope that the Argentinians take it Argentines take Argentinians it, Argentinians take it what it is throw it around and we get a real you, you want a real spectacle where do you know what Jouer. let's chuck it about let's entertain everyone
0: yeah, because actually, uh, is but there? But it's a crap game. It is, but is it, it, there is that chance to 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 play the ball be yeah. a bit of Jouet and a bit of flair. Yeah, you know where you want Finn Russell or, or uh, Cipriani. You want Cipriani at ten? Oh, don't, don't start on Cipriani. <laughs> oh, God, no, 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 let's well, not. no. I've listened. I've, I've listened no, to a few no.
1: podcasts, and my opinion has not changed. He's, he's in a different world.
0: Oh yeah, he's more artistic than you are. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yep. I did say that out loud Brad, Brad's like oh no he can't Brother, say that. Well, I, I can
1: I'm a bit peculiar
0: he's definitely on, I'm on the spectrum
1: everyone right is right. yeah exactly there's, there's some of us are more pronounced than others
0: so there we go so I think that is our roundup for uh, episode 12 of just
1: episode 2 uh,
0: on, episode, on, on episode. peut parler en français si tu veux c'est pas un problème pour moi uh, mais, moi aussi mais je parle <laughs> <pensez>
1: <laughs> comme <laughs> olympique <laughs>
0: Coming Vash Espanola. If two out in come in Pasual. <laughs> anyway, so this has been me. <laughs> yeah, it says you've got a brain like a sieve. Um uh, This has been on, me. Man. Give me the program. Yeah, yeah. Fat Reacher. Uh, this is- <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> this has been me. Leacher.
1: with a new exciting book, Jack Reacher is Dead, and in his place, a computer technician from Exmouth, Fat Reacher. <laughs>
0: So this is episode 12, ending up from me, Fat Reacher, the former enforcer. <laughs> the, used man, to be, the
1: man that used to fight, stop. used to punch people's fist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we've muted him. We've had to mute him off so I could actually finish out this episode 12 or do's from Fat Reacher, from Shrek himself over there, who's 11 kilos, lighter and not very funny. Two locks and a cocks from Devon's Radio X.